Hey everybody, this is Don Wetrick, author of Pure Genius, Creating Culture of Innovation, and you are listening to Podcast PD. This is Podcast PD, the show that provides you with anytime, anywhere professional development. Our conversations and guests will provide you with the learning you might get in a faculty meeting or on a PD day. Except you'll have more fun with Stacey Lindis, Chris Nessie, and me, AJ Bianco. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Podcast PD. I'm Stacey Lindis, and you are listening to a special episode, our Thanksgiving edition. Chris, AJ, and I thought that we'd come in and give you a little bit bit of a treat based on some feedback we've gotten from Derek Crabtree. It seems that his favorite part of our podcast, or one of his favorite parts, is when we share what we're listening to. So this week's podcast is just that quick little episode about what we're listening to, something for you to enjoy while you're cooking your turkey, while you're driving to grandma's house, over the river and through the woods. Um, wherever you listen to your podcast, we hope that you listen to us and then move on and listen to the podcast that we're going to recommend. Chris and AJ, how are you? Stacy, Chris, everybody out there, things are going very well. I'm very excited for the turkey day. Family, food, football, you really can't go wrong with that. I can't disagree. I love my family and I love turkey and stuffing and all those wonderful things. And this is going to be a great 19th episode of this podcast. Agreed. And Thanksgiving is my absolute favorite holiday um, just because it's, for me, it's always family and food. And, you know, it's what I grew up on. It's none of that commercial garbage that can kind of take over other holidays. Super duper exciting. What is your favorite side? Oh, I could eat mashed potatoes every single day of the week. I'm, I'm stuffing all the way. How about you, Chris? I do like a good batch of mashed potatoes. I also like good stuffing, but I'm going to have to go with uh, I'll have to go with mashed potatoes. And sometimes you have to go Italian style. AJ could probably relate to this, where you put a little mozzarella in the mashed potatoes. Yes, rock a little pizzi badan. My mom does it all the time. <laughs> I've never done that. Oh my god, it's so good. I'm a straight shooter when it comes to mashed potatoes. My mom used to when I used to be in college. My mom would make that on Thanksgiving, right? And then she'd make a small little casserole for me to take back with me to college. Oh, you had a, you got a good mama. <laughs> she yeah. loved you. Oh yeah. Hopefully she still does. <laughs> I said loves. Did I say loves? I well, she loves you. That's awesome. Um Yeah, I since so like you said that you love Thanksgiving and I was thinking like I love Thanksgiving too. It is one of my favorite holidays between this and the fourth of July. These are my two favorites. But I don't know if it's all because of the food that I get to eat or if it's just because of being with the people that I love the most. But think about it. It's food and company, right? Like, it's just like... Food and company. You don't necessarily need a holiday to get food and company. This is true. But I don't know. There's something that is um, very reminiscent about the holidays, too. It's kind of... um, Reminiscent isn't the right word, but you just kind of look back. Nostalgic. There's like a nostalgic feel to holidays like Thanksgiving. Now that, you, now that you put it like that, that's absolutely 100%. Anyway, so our episode today totally focuses on you, the listener, and we're just going to give you some 
um, ideas of what we're listening to so that you can branch out and explore some more. So who wants to go first? What are you guys listening to? I'll actually step up to the plate first. Uh, so this is a podcast that I have talked about numerous times, whether it's the House of Ed Tech or here is something that I recommend. So again, I want to talk about the 5am miracle with Jeff Sanders, which can be found at jeffsanders.com, or you can search in your podcatcher of choice for uh, the 5am miracle. And the episode that I most recently listened to was his latest episode number 229. So we have a long way to go. Uh, but this episode was titled 15 Effective Studying Techniques for A-plus students. The episode's focus stems from his uh, his actual, his wife's experiences and his own experiences when they were students. And he actually just announced that his wife got uh, her doctorate in education. So that actually has my wheel spinning as, hmm, should we talk to Dr. Tess Sanders and get her on the show? But we can explore that off the uh, podcast air. Um, but again, Jeff does a great job in this episode. And one of the 15 that I want to highlight is the FBOT checklist. Now, if you're not familiar with FBOT and that's F-B-O-T, it stands for a focused block of time. And whether you're studying or looking to get any task done, which can be really applicable for us as educators, because, you know, we're inundated with planning and, you know, if you're a club advisor or you're a coach or, you know, just the fact that you have family and other obligations, you know, our time can be really divided and you might find it tough to be able to manage that time and all the things that you find yourself wanting to be involved with, whether it's personal or professional. And to use the idea of the FBOT, or again, that focused block of time, it's when you can set aside specific amounts of time and provide triggers for yourself so that way you can establish an environment and a time period where you know you can get something done. So whether it's lesson planning or meal planning for your family or setting up that game plan if you're a coach, uh, it just gives you that nice bit of time where you can sit down and get from point A to point Z and finish and focus on a given task that's based on a responsibility you might have. And again, that can be professional or personal. Uh, so again, there are 15 of these, and I definitely recommend that you subscribe to the show in general. You don't have to wake up at 5 a.m., as I've said many times when I talk about it. It's just a matter of what are you going to do to be productive? And this is a productivity podcast, the 5 a.m. miracle. So that's what I recommend as you cook your turkey. I love it. I like that episode. It was really good. Um, something I told my son he should listen to as he was getting ready to study for a few tests this week. Um, I was like, yeah, no. But I invited him to come hang out with me while I was listening to it um, this past week. So, Good recommendation. AJ, how about you? Uh, so for me, the episode that I was listening to most recently as uh, a recommendation from Chris himself was from Angela Watson. It's episode number 114. And it is titled, Seven Ways Teachers Can Push Past Imposter Syndrome. So this episode, uh, like I said, was a recommendation from Chris. And it, it reads like this. And I'm going to read this exactly from her, and I'll talk to you why, about why I, I listened to it. So it says, have you ever felt like an imposter? Or the feelings that you have no idea what you're doing as a teacher? Or that you're not capable of doing everything that needs to be done? 
If you can relate to any of those feelings, you might be dealing with a phenomenon that's commonly known as imposter syndrome. It's that feeling of being a fraud, an almost panic-inducing sense that at any moment, other people are going to figure you out. You have no idea what you're doing and have no business being given the level of responsibility you have. This is a real thing, and it can be paralyzing. So the reason for this episode and why it was Chris's recommendation to me is there are moments, I'm sure all of us have, that we step up to the classroom or we put ourselves out there in different ways and we think we're not doing enough. Or at least that's what I think, and I've shared this with both of you, that no matter what I do, I feel like a fraud. I feel like an imposter. I feel like the things I put out there and say here and put in my blog is me a little bit, but not fully. So this episode was a good realization to me that it really is a thing that this idea of imposter syndrome or being a fraud is not just, you know, a feeling that you have. It's actually something that stands out there. And Angela Watson gives seven wonderful ideas. And and I'm going to go through one that really stuck out to me. It was her first one. And her first idea to help you through this is to remind yourself that self-doubt is a natural part of, of being self-reflective and wanting to be your very best. And that alone really put the episode in pers- into perspective and the issue into perspective. I'm very, very self-reflective and, you know, I judge myself to every little thing I do, no matter what it is, if it was playing sports or teaching or, you know, cooking dinner for my family. And, and you have really high standards. And I guess, yeah, I, have, I, I really have high standards and high expectations for myself. I would not call myself a perfectionist by any means, but you know, when I go out there and, and try to do something, I want to make sure I do it right for my students, for my family, for my friends, anything. I don't like the idea of letting people down. So you, the listeners and people out there in the Twitterverse, you know, when I put things out there, I want to make sure I'm actually doing them. You know, and I think about the things that, that we talk about and I wonder, should I be doing more? You know, and that leads to something else I listened to recently, but I'm not going to get into that right now. But the idea we call of- that a teaser. Teaser. Yes. It's a teaser trailer. Maybe you can tease it at the end and we can get our listeners involved. I like it. We'll, we'll talk about it then. Awesome. But this idea of being a fraud, if you feel this way, it's a quick episode. Angel does a great job of putting everything together in about 20 minutes and just listening to her and hearing how she has overcome these ideas, you know, kind of put me in a better mood that, you know, I got into the weekend because I listened to it on Friday. I got into it the weekend. I was like, okay, so next week we're going to do X, Y, and Z. And it gave me a better sense of I need to plan my, my time a little better. I need to not be so hard on myself. I need to go with what I'm doing and, and feel good about the things I'm putting out there. So this episode is for anybody who has that feeling. And I know I've shared it with a bunch of people who I've had this conversation with already. That maybe we don't feel like frauds, but maybe we just feel like we should be doing more. And that we're not doing what we always promise ourselves that we do. So give it a listen. I like it. That was a good episode too. And it reminded me of um, Sheryl Sandberg's book, Lean In, where she spends a lot of time in that book talking about imposter syndrome. I mean, it's definitely, the book is geared toward women leaning into the environments that are predominantly male dominated mm-hmm. um, and how women just go through that all the time. But it's kind of nice to hear that everyone goes through it, right? Um, thanks for sharing that. No, hey, that's what we're here for. Right? Podcasts yeah. are powerful. And, and I'm glad that you got out of it what I hoped you would. 
Yeah, for sure. I no, thought I, of you, like I said, I thought of you and I listened to it, but I, I didn't necessarily recommend it because I didn't want to, I didn't want you to think that I was painting you as an imposter because no, I, I don't I, feel that way about you. I would never be offended, but I, I, no, I put it out there for you guys. So I do appreciate you guys thinking about me. Hey, Even the AJ, he's the imposter. <laughs> Fraud. No. I just can't. <laughs> well, I mean, we kind of have slightly fraudulent AJ as you are. And you have embarked on the Movember mission as you do have the mustache going. I'm like Henry Cavill in uh, in uh, Justice League. Just CGI that bad boy. Take it away. So, so real yeah. quick, can we can we just talk? So we've all seen it. So if you haven't seen this, you're going to want to fast okay. forward a little bit. But we're going to just quickly talk about the Justice League. Okay. And then we're going to have Stacey share her recommendations. So... Last time I checked, we weren't a bunch of Rotten Tomatoes that know nothing about movies. So, Stacy, reactions to Justice League, please share. Um, so I went on Friday, and it was a long week, so I fell asleep during one of the fighting scenes. But for the, <laughs> during one of the fighting scenes, which is amazing, I could hear the noise, but I don't know what happened. Um. But for the most part, I stayed awake and the movie was fantastic. There was some um, levity. It was, you know, for all of the new characters that they introduced. And I say new, just meaning that, you know, they don't necessarily all have their own movies yet. Um, you got some good origin without it being overwhelming. Without And there was never a sense of like, I don't know who this character is and how they relate to to Justice League. I really, really liked it. And, you know, Gal Gadot is amazing. And, um, yeah, I love Wonder Woman. Me too. <laughs> Me three. She is fantastic. So, and Aquaman wasn't too hard on the eyes either. That, I agree with that one too. That was, I want to go on the Aquaman workout. Forget P90X. Yeah, seriously. What did he do? But in, in full honesty, uh, I used to work at the Warner Brothers store. Uh, back in the day when it used to be open, it's no, no longer open. They bankrupt all that. So my love of comics was reignited by working at that store. And that was 1999 and 2000. So for 17 years, I've been talking to my friend about having a justice league movie. And this movie was supposed to come out in 2004 and 2007. And here it is 17 years later. And if you follow me on Twitter or Instagram, I posted a picture just of my happiness that finally after 17 years, I sat in a theater with my wife who I didn't know 17 years ago, but still it, it was, it was wonderful to, to see this movie and see it on the big screen. And it was fan fantastic. I loved it. It was everything I wanted it to be, except it could have been a little longer. Well, from things that I've read and that I've shared with you guys, I, they may have very well made a four-hour movie that had to get trimmed down to two hours. So, and AJ, I'm glad that you said that there could be a director's cut released. Yes. Uh, the rumor is a director's cut will be coming. And I don't care which director it is, <laughs> just as long as I get some more content. There, there's things missing. Because, like, I'm a big fan of this, so there, I watched the trailers numerous amounts of times. There was a lot of scenes from the trailers that they put out there that were cut from the movie. I can think of off... off Top of my head, four scenes that were in the trailers, but not in the movie. You sure you didn't take a nap during the movie like I did? I, I, I was I'm on the kidding. edge of my seat 
seat and I was yelling in the screen and it was seven people in the movie theater. So for me, it was like, it was like being home. Did you have that s- many people in your house watching a movie at one time? <laughs> um, He's a boy dad. <laughs> hey, we're all parents of children. We know what it's like. Two, two is like the same as 10 sometimes. Exactly. Especially two boys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, just real quick on a family question there. Stacey, I know sometimes you'll also, you'll, I think it's even in your Twitter profile, you'll say like boy mom. Yeah. Right. Can me and AJ say like boy dad or is that like not I a guess. thing? I don't know. I don't know if it's a thing. I mean, There's like, there's weird. actually merch that you can buy for being a boy mom. I think it's different. I think, I think there's a, um, I don't want to say a sympathy that it evokes, but I think um, well, there's you, an understanding. Like if, if you, you say for, sympathy, from though. one boy mom to another boy mom, it's like, I, I understand your story. And because we didn't grow up as boys, it we don't necessarily know what makes our little boy like little boys tick in general. Like after years of being with my kids, I I know what makes them tick. And being an educator totally helped with that as well, just being around kids for so many years before I had my own. But um I don't know, there's it's it's different than being a girl like a girl mom. And like What about being a girl dad? Like is that a thing? Like can other dads commiserate on the fact that they are fathers of daughters? I don't know. I, th- I don't know. I think the answer to that question is like really like a quick Google search. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like being a boy mom is, is like there there are sites for that. Oh well, okay then. And there's merchandise. That's where it came from. I saw the merchandise. I was like, I need that shirt. But this was years ago, and it's just like something that kind of stuck around. I think partly too because. People, I don't get it, but people describe me as being kind of um, frilly. This can all be cut out. But um, people describe me as being kind of, you know what I mean? Like being a girly girl. And I, I don't know, I like to hang with my kids and not for hours on end, but like a new Lego set is totally intriguing. My husband is rebuilding all the old Lego sets and I'm like, this is boring. It's like finding puzzle pieces (laughs) for a puzzle. Whereas like when you... You're like dumping them out of the little bags. That to me is like the best part of Lego building. And I could do that for hours with my kids. Speaking of Lego, went to the mall today with the boys, went to the Lego store at the Freehold Mall uh, here in Central Jersey, went went to the Lego store. Lego is expensive. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Especially when you get the licensed merchandise, like the, the licensed sets. Oh, any They're major insane. set? I saw the uh, the Ghostbusters Firehouse. Not. It's very cool. Not the recent Ghostbusters, like the Ghostbusters. It's three twenty nine or something. Like three fifty. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. So basically, Lego. If you're out there and you're listening to the show, we love your product for our kids, and Christmas is coming. Yes. Well, last year for my birthday, I got the print the Princess Castle. I just need a, like a, they like, have the Disney Castle. You can get Tinkerbell's castle. I have that. I no, it's no, it's not Tinkerbell's castle. It's Cinderella's castle. Tinkerbell doesn't have the castle. But Wait, no, they had a big old thing that said this was new. It's like two and a half feet tall. Boy, Dad. I have that castle. I think. I don't. It was think new so. last year. I got it for my birthday. And this year for my birthday, we're going to Disney, so it kind of all fits. See you real soon. <laughs> Oh boy. We're totally off topic. So much for short. 
So Stacy, what are you listening to? Um, yeah, so I have taken a dive into Google Teacher Tribe and I spent a I've week. heard good things. Yeah, there's this like great great uh producer for that show and um the host Matt Miller and Casey Bell are amazing. Um but what I do is I I've made it part of my day at school. And um, it's one of the first things I do for reach, research and development. So like R&D is scheduled on my calendar, almost like an FBOT, if you will, Chris. Um, Look so at that. that. I call I, that a callback. Yeah. But um, I, you know, I go in there looking for things that I can share with my teachers, especially since we are one-to-one, um, you know, and it, I just love that show. There are so many great segments in that show. The guests have been phenomenal. Um, one thing that I've lo- that well, actually two things I really really like. Um, the first thing I like is each guest provides a lesson. Um, so far, they've been hyperdoc lessons, so it kind of fit um, after our hyperdoc episode. It was just kind of nice to see other examples of hyperdocs. So if you go to googleteachertribe.com, you can find um, the links on each of their episodes there. Um, so I really like that each guest has a lesson that that goes with what they've discussed on the podcast. And then the other thing I really like is um, Casey and Matt will um, give a shout out to a blog post they've written recently that, you know, they they think is relevant to either the show or just something that teachers would like. So kind of like we talk about what podcasts we're listening to. They're talking about what they're writing about. And I you know, since they're both such exceptional writers um, and they do so much for for the community at large, you know, the connected community and putting content out there that is relevant. I just, the show is just a hit. So kudos to you for producing it, Chris, because it the sound quality is great. The content is hysterical. At the end, there's some um, bloopers every now and again. I like that. And they just have a really nice chemistry. So Shout out to Matt and Casey. And um, if you're not listening to Google Teacher Tribe and you're one-to-one or you just like trying new things in the classroom, that is where you go. I've only listened to episodes one through five. Um, I haven't, I'm taking notes on them. I'm not sketchnoting them. I'm just kind of like grabbing little bits that I can share with my teachers, either through learning in the loo or something like that. But there are 30 episodes to catch up on. So that could get you through like a really long car ride. Or if you're on a plane, even better download beforehand since this is our Thanksgiving episode. And if you're not listening to us on Thanksgiving, download them anyway. And maybe for Christmas or New Year's, wherever you're going on a long journey, you can check out some of these podcasts. And take us with you wherever you go. That's the beauty of podcasts, baby. We're also portable. Yeah, you, you... This is the one way you could fit AJ, Stacy, and Chris in your pocket. Because if we Although were AJ's with you, tiny. Wow. AJ is not tiny. I'm kidding. You're the shortest one in the group. If you see, I know. Well, I'm only five one. So so far, people think that like, I just have a mustache and I'm small. So <laughs> like an evil villain. <laughs> at least, at least they didn't meet Jamie yesterday and have first say what I said about your mustache. And if you are inclined. Check out AJ's, um, what is it? The 
Wait, you're actually raising money, right? So, By yes, growing this mustache. So talk about that real quick. Month of November for the last five or six years now, I have been sporting a mustache for the Movember Foundation, where we are part of a team trying to donate, uh, trying to raise a little bit of money to donate to a variety of different men's health um, associations, I guess. Issues. Yeah, issues. That's it. There you go. Men's health issues. They uh, donate for cancer, depression, you know, anything that's going on in men's lives that you know are what they say is killing men too young. So trying to raise some money, and my school was uh, offered up a jeans day where we're going to raise some money and donate to the foundation. So I'm very excited that they're getting involved, and uh, I've had some donations from family and friends, and I really appreciate it. So this is not a plug for donations, but I do have a mustache for Movember. I'll plug it. I think that you should support any cause that brings good to people who need it. Absolutely. We will also include a link to AJ's donation page in the show notes at podcastpd.com slash 19. So if you can, anything you'd be able to give to support this cause, you know, show your support and uh, head over to the show notes and we'll hook you up. Thank you guys. All right. AJ, you teased us about what our next episode might be about. Do you want to go into detail about it, or should we just surprise our listeners with what we're going to do when they hear it? Oh, my goodness. I think we should invite them to be part of it. Uh, What was that? Oh, my goodness. That's so simple. All right. I have to go be cookies, so you guys need to knock it off. I just wanted to quickly jump in with the new AJ sound effects that I have on the board. Oh my god, there's new sound effects. <laughs> I can only imagine what mine are. Oh my goodness, that's so simple. Okay, move on. <laughs> Go ahead, AJ. Alright, so the our next episode will be based on a podcast I listened to from The Art of Manliness. And the podcast is about peak performance. And how to live your life to the best without experiencing some negatives. And one of the negatives that us teachers talk about a lot is the B word, burnout. So be ready for that. And if you want to listen to it in the time before we record our next podcast episode, which will be released when, Chris? The episode that will do burnout and everything AJ just mentioned will be released on December 6th. So if you want to be part of that episode, we'll create a Flipgrid for that. And you can give us your own thoughts on the episode. How about that? Yeah, definitely. Or if you have thoughts on teacher burnout or burnout in general, personal, professional, what are your strategies that you employ? We'll see how that matches up with uh, what AJ is going to share with us. Yeah, so either talk to us about your own personal burnouts or um, listen to the episode, The Art of Manliness, episode 350, and um, and offer some feedback on it. Is it Chris, time- can you take us out of here? Yeah. Is it time to say goodnight? It's time to say goodnight. I have to bake cookies. <laughs> say goodnight, AJ. Goodnight, AJ. Say goodnight, Stacy. Goodnight, Stacy. Say goodnight, Christopher. Good night, Christopher. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Podcast PD. 
for links to all the resources mentioned in this and every episode, please visit our website, podcastpd.com. You can connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at AJBianco. And I also blog at AJBianco.me. You can connect with me on Twitter. I am Mr. Nessie. And I would love it if you also checked out the House of Ed Tech podcast over on chrisnessie.com. You can connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at irontech, and I blog at irontech.me. Connect with Podcast PD on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast PD. We'd also love to have you as a member of our Facebook community. Go to podcastpd.com forward slash Facebook to join. You can help us reach more educators like you by telling someone else about the podcast. So share us with a colleague, and if you do it on social media, please make sure to tag us. Podcast PD is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcast for educators, podcast by educators. For more podcasts, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. Podcast PD is a proud member of Voice Ed Radio. Voice Ed Radio, your voice is right here. For more great content, go to voiceed.ca. Oh my goodness, that's so simple.